It's time now for the Kill the Can podcast. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Kill the Can podcast. My name is Chewy, and I'm I'm coming at you today with um <clears throat> with a with a kind of a very special episode. Um, th- this is a so I'm recording this intro, and <clears throat> after my intro is done here, I'm going to play a recording of a conversation that I had. Uh, a couple of weeks ago at this point with a fellow quitter who goes by the name of Soli man. Um, Chris is a good buddy of mine that, that I have known for, I don't know, probably a, a, at least a decade or so we met through kill the can and, and he's putting together a, a, a group or a series of discussions where he talks about addiction he talks about fear. Um, he talks about kind of you know a lot of the a lot of the topics that we that we deal with pretty regularly at Kill the Can, and and he reached out and and he wanted to talk to me and I was honored to talk to him, and you know I th- I think his his idea is he's going to talk to you know personal trainers and therapists and and addiction counselors and and those kind of things and. So we sat down and we chatted for almost an hour or so, and it was an awesome discussion. And I actually, I actually had this discussion with him prior to, to launching the kill the can podcast. And I even told him at the time that I really, I had thought of him, you know, when I had initially thought about launching the show. And I wanted to have him on the show and, and I asked him, and I got his permission. I said, Hey, can I, could I have this, you know, get the, get the initial recording of this and I, can I, can I put it on the podcast feed? And he, and he was gracious enough to do that. Um, I, I have not edited this. I, um, candidly, I, I don't, I know kind of at a high level what we talked about, but I have not even gone back and listened to it again. And so I am really excited to not only present this to you, the listening audience, but I'm actually, I'm, I'm really excited to go back and listen to it as well. Because if you, if you know anything about Chris or Soli man, as we refer to him as on the forums and, and on discord, this, this guy is a badass quitter through and through. And, and he's even a better human being. And I'm proud to call him a friend. I'm proud to call him a fellow quitter. And, and I hope that, um, that my reverence for him comes through in our discussion because he's just an awesome human being. And I was so honored to sit down and talk to him as part of this project that, that he's putting together. And so I will definitely kind of, as, as more becomes available, for his project, I will definitely bring bring you updates here, either on the podcast or or on the main site. But um, like I said, I just wanted to come to you with a little brief intro for this discussion. And so now, without further ado, here is a discussion between Solian and Chewy. We are uh, we are now live, um, Greg. It is wonderful finally to sit down and talk to you. I know. Um, 
our schedules were both busy. Um, I think a lot of the um, the delay was probably on my part with my life being kind of a shit show from here or there. Uh, but I appreciate you um, giving the time to sit down and talk to me. Yeah, um, hey, it, it is it is my honor. I, I'm glad we uh, I'm glad we finally were able to connect and, and get our two schedules uh, kind of on sync. Right on. So I, I think I have known you. I'm going to say known for like 12 years is what I would yeah. say. That's when yeah. I first came onto the site. And I know we were just talking before recording that I, I looked at you like a celebrity, but you, you kind of are, buddy. Um, <laughs> and and I, you know, I think getting a, a sense of like who you are behind that celebrity status also would, you know, do some good for some of the folks that I think that we know in common. Um, so, I, you know, I, what I wanted to just set the, set the plate with was, you know, tell me about you getting to this this spot in your life right now and big bullets man like sure you know like lay it on me brother yeah uh well first of all thank you um i i certainly don't feel like any sort of a celebrity that's that's very kind of you um as i said i think before we started recording it's an honor that you would even include me or think about me you know as part of this project um so let's see uh kind of who i am i uh my, my, my name is greg i go by chewy on the site um, I, uh, I'll be married 25 years to my high school sweetheart next summer. Um, we have three boys, uh, 16, 14 and eight. Um, professionally I do, um, digital marketing and, uh, SEO and content optimization and, uh, digital accessibility. So I, I kind of work in the ADA space. Um, I also do a lot of program and project management over the years, kind of m- mostly in the digital world. Um, started out my career a hundred years ago as a web developer. Yep. Um, this was back in, you know, AOL version 1.0 and front page version 1.0 and, and the, these kind of things. So yep. um, at this point, I'm, um, you know, I, I don't consider myself a developer anymore, but um, I know more than enough to be dangerous, I guess. You know, I can I can really mess up some code pretty bad if <laughs> if I'm if I'm not careful. Right on, right on. Um, so uh, let's see. Like I said, so that's that's kind of my professional world. I'm also I'm an elected official uh, locally in my town. I'm on my on my town city council. Um, so I put a lot of time in there, um, you know, and, and just a lot of family stuff. Um you know, with three boys, it's it's baseball and basketball, and there's all we are always on um, a field somewhere or in a court or something, and this is you know that's kind of what we live for, um, and it's part of the reason that my schedule is so crazy, right? It's like um, I think last baseball season we had between April first and August first we had almost three hundred games oh between the three boys. Yeah. So it's, so it's a, you know, it's a full-time job, just kind of getting people, especially without a driver, another driver, it's my wife and I just kind of, um, kind of getting people to and from practice and those kind of things. Um, you know, and and then obviously my passion is, is uh, quitting nicotine and and kill the can. And, um, you know, that's, that's something that, so I chewed for, um, 16 years. Um, I was probably a can, can and a half a day, primarily Kodiak guy for the majority of that time yep. um, with, with stops along the way with, uh, you know, Skull Cherry and Copenhagen and basically anything I could get my hands on. Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, and I, I've just, I've been honored to be um, a part of so many people's quits along the way. Um, and I, and I really think that, as I think you alluded to earlier, 
the, the kind of secret sauce is is the people and the brotherhood and the and the fact that you're not alone and you're also not unique, right? This yeah. is this addiction um, is very, very remarkably similar for all of us, you know, regardless of how different we are personally, professionally, or what have you. Yeah, right on. So just so you know, just so people know, we're talking about killacan.org. There might be some folks that you know would see this that aren't in our sort of community. Sure. Uh, but I um I wanted to take like a step back, you know, to understand like what puts you in that direction to say, here I am today, I'm gonna set up this site and see where it goes. Like what what was the impetus for you at that point? Yeah. So, so way, way back in the, so I quit, um, in July of 2006. Um, and so this is, you know, kind of in the infancy of the internet. Um, you know, obviously the internet existed, but it was nothing. Social media didn't exist. Texting didn't exist. None of that stuff. Um, and there, there was really very, very few resources out there on the web at the time, um, to help people quit dipping. Um, there, there was, you know, a few about smoking and those kind of things, but almost very, very few. Um, I did, I ran across one at the time and they, and they did have a forum and, um, to make a very long story short, um, kill the can grew out of, um, out of that initial group, there was some drama. And, and so we kind of said, okay, well, you know what, we're going to go and we're going to, we're going to create something that we, that we think is better. Um, and that's what we did. And we kind of, we broke away and kind of never looked back. Um, there, there were seven of us originally, which is why to this day you have seven admins on the kill the can forums. That's just kind of the, the way we were originally set up. Um, and, and of those seven folks, um, I happen to be the web geek, right? So I knew, I knew a little bit of uh, web development as I alluded to. Um, and so, we, we learned very quickly, um, you know, forums back in the day were, again, this was pre-social media, pre-texting mm -hmm. and a, and a web forum, you know, the, the original URL was something like, you know, um, I don't know if it was, you know, geocities.com slash one, two, three, four, six dot, you know, th those kind of things. Right. Yep. And it became very apparent very quickly that nobody was going to find that just kind of surfing the web. Mm -hmm. And so, I initially built the domain. I bought the domain name, killthecan.org. And I initially built the website to get people to the forum. Like that was the way we were going to kind of capture our audience. Um, you know, this is, this is back before Google was, it. you know, is what it was now and Yahoo and, and those kind of things. Um, and so over the years, um, you know, again, it was never about, it was never about being the best or being the biggest or, or those kind of things. It was about, at least for me, it was about creating a resource that wasn't there when I quit. Yeah. Um, and, and so now when people seek us out, um, there's, there's something there, there's a community and, and God, now, you know, there's social media and there's all sorts of different, you know, we've, we've created this kind of web of accountability across multiple platforms and multiple channels and websites and those kind of things. Um, and it's something I'm really proud of. And it's, like I said, it's a passion project for me and, and I don't ever foresee myself, you know, it keep, honestly, if I'm being honest, Chris, it, it keeps me quit. 
like like there's like for all that i have done um and again i'm not saying i'm not tooting my horn but all that i everything that i've put into it i could never ever ever go back to the can because i would be throwing all of that away and and i'm not i'm just not willing to do it right on so when you got when you split off with the uh the magnificent seven i'll call them uh, the you know were there sort of these ideals that you folks felt sort of needed to be the guardrails or the know the the mantra of this new site new direction yeah you know it was um it's ironic especially with kind of everything going on in the world today it was it was really an anti-censorship um you know um just kind of um we're here we're here to do a job right and the job is to quit nicotine by any means necessary that was a that was kind of the original i don't know that we ever articulated it but that was kind of the original thing it's like this is the number one job and and everything else to that is kind of ancillary right um and and i think it it's interesting that what what kind of grew from that was this idea of the brotherhood and this idea of this is really the kind of secret sauce right and when you get when you get a bunch of addicts together um, in this case, specifically nicotine addicts, you learn very quickly that there are so many similarities between them, regardless of where they come from or yeah. socio, you know, any of those kind of things. Like, what, like um, when you say that, like what, I mean, what, what are the similarities? Like, you know, when you've seen a shit ton of mm-hmm. folks come through the door and quite frankly, exit the door at the same yeah. time, mm-hmm. and, you know, what are some of those similarities that you, you know, that you've experienced with some of the personalities? And I'm just going to preface this, that, Every single one of the people that I have met is a character. I mean, mm-hmm. like in a true sense of the word, like they sure. are unique. They are uh, a little bit uh, brazen in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, you know, no bullshit. It, it, right. They are themselves. And I, I feel yep. like that authenticity um, really uh, is is impressive. But, I, you know, what, you know, with that sort of diversity, like what have you seen? that sort of makes up these characteristics of similarities that you see. Yeah. You know, I, I think, and I, and I guess I'll start with the, with the similarities or the characteristics of somebody that I would consider a, a successful quitter, right. A long-term yeah. um, it's even though there is a, there is a character there for most of us. Right. And there is a little bit of brazen. Um, there's also a lot of humility and, and initially there's a lot of fear, right. It's like, Oh, yeah. oh my God. Like I, I think what tends to happen is we all kind of, we get to this point where we've made a decision, right. That we're going to quit. And when you get there, that's when the fear kind of kicks in a little bit, right. It's like, Oh my God, I'm being controlled by this thing in the, in my back pocket. And I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it. And you know what, whether I want it or not, I need some assistance. I need some help. And, and most people don't necessarily understand maybe even what that help means initially. Um, <clears throat> I think a lot of people seek out a, a support resource because they think that the resource is going to make it easier for them to quit, which is just not the case, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, I think the reality is that if anybody is out there um, touting a resource that makes quitting a yeah. drug easy, yeah. I think they're either selling something or they're lying to you, yep. quite frankly. Um, but but what it but what it does, and again, we 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 talk so much about accountability 
And that's really what it boils down to at the end of the day is, is that fear, which leads then to a realization of, oh, I can't do this on my own because if I did, I would have so many years ago. Yeah. And what does that, what does that translate to? And for us, it translates into accountability. Yep. Yep. I, I, and there, it's an interesting, it's almost a, um, uh, two components to that. One is that framework of folks that sort of enforce the inc- accountability. I think mm-hmm. in a lot of ways, you don't want to you don't want to let anybody down. You don't want to um, you don't have to lie about you know being quit or not being quit. Um, at the same time, the only person who can control any of this is is actually you know the little guy in your head who's telling you, yep. "Can I do this? Can I not do this?" Um, so I, I've, I've always found it fascinating in, you know, in the forum specifically, um, hearing how people talk about, um, you know, what the framework of these people who they're inter- interacting with means to them. But at the same time, they're not um, seeing the true power that they actually made a decision inside their little head, you know, to say, fuck, yeah, I'm putting my foot yeah. down and I'm going to and I can control this. So. Um, totally. I, yeah, I, 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 that resonates for me, at least that, that, um, that sense of accountability that you guys set up with this. Yeah. And and yeah, you know, and I, and I think, um, the, the power of making a decision and the power of the fact that you really are in control, you know, a lot, a lot of addicts really feel like they're, they're not in control, right. Especially those first, you know, 10 days, 20 days where it's just like, oh my God, the nicotine is, oh my God, I'm dying. I'm never going to be able to do, and they feel like they're not in control when in reality, it's, it's actually the exact opposite. It's mm-hmm. like that you, you, you're the one, right? In fact, you're the only one that's in control. Yeah. Um. And, and, and so I often say quitting is not easy by any stretch, but it really is really simple. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, you make a decision and you stay quit today and then you repeat that tomorrow. And, and I don't say that to be flippant or, or, or dismissive, um, but it really is that simple. Yeah, no, I, I, I totally agree with you on that. The, um, it doesn't seem like there's any effort involved, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, there's no physical, well, I mean, there, obviously there is a physical withdrawal that goes on for a period of time, but that battle from that point on isn't so much physical. You're not exerting yourself. You know, you're not, you're not, um, you know, hammering your hand into a, into a board every day to sort of fight this. It's, it's decision-making inside your head, you know, and really wrapping um, control around the words that you're putting in front of yourself to say, you know, am I strong enough to do this? Am I, um, um, you know, am I making the right decision? You know, those types of questions and and being able to answer them in the right way, at least from, this is my perspective and everybody probably has a different approach. I got way, you know, just for my, when I dove into this, man, I, I wanted to change the words in my head. Like, and I, you know, I, I always, I always sort of depicted it as this sort of, uh, anti-soul sort of my, my moniker, you know, solely man, sort of this anti-solely man and this real solely man and trying to separate the two, right? And I would visualize the anti-solely man literally just getting mowed down by a friggin' Mack truck, dude, just like, and and he doesn't get run over. He gets pinned up against the, you know, the grill and he's just like flying out of town. And I'm like, fuck you, see you later, buddy. Like, that's the mentality 
that I tried to to create for myself. But I, there's all kinds of different approaches, right, that people take. And maybe I was a little bit too heady in my approach. But no, no, no. Hey, well, here here's the thing, though, man. I mean, it, it worked for you. Yeah. Right. And, and that's yeah. and and that's the thing where I think a lot of people don't quite understand that again when they're reaching out for a support group yeah. they're looking for answers and they're looking for a playbook and they're looking yeah. for well okay, okay well what do I do what steps do I need to go through yeah and the reality is it really is different for everybody because yeah. because it has to be because because you're in your head right yeah, yeah 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 anything like any you know any patterns that you've seen for people you know there's all these different methodologies that like just like mine with this anti you know, this uh, personifying that addict and having him drawn off by a truck. Mm -hmm. um, any patterns that you see with like how people have approached this? Um, you know, I, I things I've seen are people making lists of like, these are the things I'm going to do every day. Um, you know, reaching out on, on a text chat, you know, going through and saying I'm quit today, or, you know, pretty much our methodology with the site. Mm -hmm. Like any, any of those patterns stand out to you that you've seen as sort of successful playbooks uh yeah i i think um th this concept of of not quitting forever it's this concept of one day at a time right you know which is which is certainly nothing that's unique to kill the can.org i mean that that is you know goes through several addiction resources you know whether it's aa or what have you yeah. um you know i i i think th that is such a powerful concept when you when you realize because the the, the idea of you know, if you've been an addict and you've been chewing for, you know, 10 years, 20 years, you know, whatever it is, right. This idea of I'm going to quit forever. I'm going to put my can down and never do it again. It's, yeah. it's just too overwhelming. I mean, it just, it just really is. Um, and, and, but, oh, I can quit today or I can quit for this hour or I can quit, but you know, between, you know, uh, oh, I'm going to be on the zoom call. I'm, I can not have a dip during this zoom. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just breaking it down into manageable chunks. I think that is is remarkably powerful. Um, you know, you mentioned lists. L list it. I'm a big list maker, right? Um, not necessarily in my quit, but just kind of in my in my daily life. That that is is pretty powerful for me. Um, the other thing that I've seen is um you ask about patterns. I, I what I've seen, and I don't know that it's a it's a I think it's probably a a benefit. That's eh, probably not the wrong word, right word. Um, people, they, they, they make some progress around this addiction, mm -hmm. right. Around their nicotine addiction. And they tend to want to better themselves in other areas of their lives. Yeah. Right. Whether that, whether that means alcohol, whether it means opiates, whether it means weight loss, whether it means yeah. getting a better job, you know, working on their family life, working on other, you know what I mean? Like, and I think it's, it's, and I, I think it's like, oh my God, like I can be successful at this thing that I never thought I would be successful at. What else can I tackle? Right. Um, and, and I don't know that that is, um, inherent to the quitters mindset so much as it is, um, it is, just a realization that people are more in control than I think they think they are sometimes, especially, especially when they come to us or find us and they are just deep in their addiction and, and kind of at their, their, their wits end going, Oh my God. What? And then they see some success yeah. and it's like, Oh, that, that kind of light bulb goes off a little bit. Yeah. It's almost like momentum, right? Like, um, yeah, absolutely. I, I felt about it. It's seeing, 
um, I had no idea, you know, once I got on the site and saw just the various um, other types of addiction that people were, you know, everything from, you know, soda to porn to you name it, like, you know, there was, mm -hmm. a, um, and just how the same mentality sort of applied to each one of these different, um, different things that people are trying to take control back is what mm -hmm. I, I've taken from this is that I, I learned control, you know, and slowing things down and, um, and just realizing like, you can do that with, with everything. You yeah. Know, that That's, I, you know, this is where I get probably, you know, where all the hallucinogens I did during the nineties sort of comes back. But like, there's a lot to sort of this holistic approach of, um, if I can show that I have the skills, the internal skills to do one thing, um, to take back control, I can exert those skills in other dimensions and take back control at the same time. Is how yeah. I, and I feel like a lot of the men and women that we know in this group have exemplified a, a, a lot of that, you know? Um, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I, I am in awe to this day. I mean, there's, um, I mean, there's so many people that, um, you know, quit dipping and then went on to quit chewing or then, yeah. or I'm sorry, uh, quit, quit drinking or then yeah. went on to, yeah. you know, run, run marathons or yeah. ultra marathons or yeah. kind of do these, these amazing things. Yeah. Um, and, and like I said, I mean, I mean, I'm a little bit in awe because, you know, I, I managed to, I managed to get my nicotine under control. Um, yeah. but my, but my weight is, I mean, infinitely yeah. worse than it was when I quit. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I've drank more during the pandemic than, you know, than, than I have ever, um, you know, rarely, rarely to excess, but almost every night, just cause you're not going anywhere, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and it's, you know, even as you're sitting here talking about this, I'm going through my head going, okay, well, what am I going to tackle next? Right. Yeah. And even though I've been quit for 16 years, mm -hmm. 16 and change or whatever it is, um, I'll be honest with you, Chris, one of the, one of my, what I consider my biggest failures is the fact that I look the way I do and I'm so overweight, mm -hmm. you know, post quit. Right. And I've yeah. kind of made this joke. Oh, I've been dealing with my quit weight for 16 years, <laughs> yeah. but, but it's, um, but it's something that I need to work on. Right. And I've got the tools there and mm -hmm. it's funny. Um, my wife has said to me on numerous occasions over the years, like what, why can't you just flip that switch that you, that you flipped for dipping? when it yeah. comes to your health. Yeah. Um, and I don't have a great answer for that, but it's, um, but it's, uh, but it's, it's there. I know I can do it. It's just, a, you know, it's just, you got, you got to make that decision, right? Yeah. Yeah. I am not to dive in too much if you don't want to share, but do you have like a sense of fear on, on any of those, you know, these are probably um, guys so that they hear that, you know, they are not alone in sort of taking on a challenge. You know what I mean? Um, That's a good question. Um, I guess I, if there's any fear, it's, um, it, it's not fear of, of, of tackling the challenge. Well, I guess maybe it's, it's fear of failure, right? I, yeah. I suppose there's maybe some of that. Yeah. Um, you know, I guess, I guess from a motivation standpoint, I think it's, you know, you, I'm getting older and, and, um, and I'm adopted, so I don't know my family history and, and, and those kind of things. And, um, you know, and, and with weight comes kind of all these other challenges and those kind of things. Um, no, I, 
I, I wish I wish I could tell you, yeah, here's here's the reason. No, I, I would just be making excuses. I just yeah. the, the reality is I eat too much and I work out too little and yep. and I could give you an, a thousand excuses why I don't. And it's just the the you know, if I'm gonna put my accountability hat on for a minute, it's just I haven't made it yeah. I haven't made my health um outside of dipping um yep. the priority that I need to. Yeah. And I think that's, it's normal. Like, I, I think one of the things that we often talk about is you can't make somebody quit, right? You can't, right. you can't, and it's, you have to get to that crossroads um, and, you know, make that decision for yourself, right? Totally respect that, man. Yeah. Um, I, I'm curious as to some of the characters that maybe you've met over the years that have stuck out to you, like who, you know, who have been the, the ones that sort of, um, you know, that shined and who are some of the shit bags, I guess is what I'd say. Sure. Lay it on me. Um, you know, guys, God, I mean, guys that shined, I, I hesitate to, to mention anybody just because I don't want to leave anybody out, but, um, you know, the Aquaman is a guy that that was one of the original seven, right. Yep. Um, who, who actually, um, you know, went, went back to the can for several years. Right. And, and which was a bummer, which was yeah. a huge bummer. Um, so what, what did that like when, you know, one of these, one of the, uh, and I'm going to just call them Magnificent Seven. Yeah. Yeah. Like when that happened, like how did that impact you? Like, how did you feel about that? It, it was, uh, it hurt. It was, it was painful because, well, it, it I felt bad for him. Yeah. Right. Because I know how hard he had worked to get where he was. Yeah. Um, and, and he had some other extenuating circumstances in his life that I won't go into here that, sure. you know, that I, that I could understand why he, why he made the choice that he did. Yeah. Um, but it was scary. It was scary for me because at that point in my quit, I was kind of on cruise control and, yeah. and it was a, it was a really stark reminder of, Oh, like I, I'm not, like I'm not done. This journey isn't over. Like I'm not at the end game. Right. Yeah. It's like, I'm, I'm five bucks and a bad decision away from my full blown addiction again, yep. you know? And, and so it was a little scary, but at the same time, it was a really good reminder of like, I always try to use when people cave, I always try to use it as a motivation for me. And as that reminder of, um, Hey, just because I'm quit 16 years, like, if I go to a, a baseball game or a poker game or whatever, and somebody says, Hey, you want to dip? And I say, yes, like, yeah. that's it. That's 16 years down the, down the drains. And I get to start back from day one. Yeah. If I, if I even make it back to day one. Right. So, um, so yeah, so it was, it was a good, um, it was, it was kind of a bittersweet thing. Cause at the same time I felt terrible for him, but it was a good motivator for me. Um, I'm thrilled to say that he's back. He's back up over 600 days now and he's back nice. involved and, and I, I couldn't be happier for that. Um, um, when when did else? that happen in your quit? I'm just curious. How far along were you? Do you remember? Uh, you know what? I don't, Chris. It was probably four or five years, maybe. I was probably four or five years in. Okay. Yep. Um, it was it was long enough where I felt like I was on cruise control. Yeah, yeah. And so it was it was kind of a big like, oh shit! Like it was a it was a very eye opening moment. Um, yeah. Um, you know, I, I'll be honest with you. And this is not just because I'm talking to you. You're another one of those guys that really like when I think of kill the can, like I think of solely man. Right. And it's yeah. like and and you've you've got this you've you've developed this. Um, and I don't think it's inauthentic. I think it's authentically who you are. Mm -hmm. You've got the, the, the you know, 
solely man is watching, right? He's here. He's, you know, he's always, and, and that's what, that's what a lot of people need, right? It's like, it's like they need a big brother. They need somebody there. That's not going to blow smoke up their ass. When you fuck up, you're going to tell them they fuck up and, and, and you're going to put the fear of God in somebody. Um, I got a funny, I got a funny story to share with you that I don't know that I've ever told you. So do you remember you recorded a video um, and I think it was in black and white and you were, and you were using your kill the can um, knife and you were like picking your finger or your, your fingers with it. Right. Do you remember that video? Yes, I do. So when I started the kill the can TikTok account, yeah. which is uh, a couple, couple of years ago at this point, that was the first video that I was going to upload on. <laughs> in fact, I did, I used that video and they TikTok took it down <laughs> as, as a, it, because it went against their their content moderation policies, and I always say it was because you were such a badass, and they were like you scared TikTok into wow. not allowing the very first kill the can video on TikTok. So I I, I, I don't know if I ever told you that before. No, you funny. did not. I yeah, yeah. I uh, appreciate that. I, yeah. I I mean, for me, um, I think we've talked, you know, touched upon a bunch of the things that I I have taken from my journey here. Like, and it's been a fucking journey, man. Like, I, I'm not yeah. like, you know, you, there's a, so many things that resonate that you've said. Like, anybody can do it, but it's not easy, right? Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot that goes into that. Those, you know, those two phrases, um, uh, you can pull out so many, so many things as to, at least I've learned, um, being part of this group and part of this journey. And, you know, what I have always boiled it down to is just how powerful every one of us is. And I, I will not let that go. And, you know, um, whether it be, you know, beating the shit out of somebody in the forums for, you know, uh, romanticizing, you know, uh, using or, um, you know, somebody getting down and, and, and needing to hear that, you know, the strength that you and I have on a day-to-day basis is in them as well. Right. I will not concede that every one of us um, doesn't have that power, doesn't have that that ability to make change um, and overcome. I just I won't accept it. And and you know, and you know, the Lord loves to deal a shitty hand, is what I say, right? Yeah. So you know, um, you got to roll with it, but know that you know y- you can you're going to play the hand and you're going to be fine in the end. Is what I I always sort of I put out there. Yeah. You, you know, you, you mentioned earlier, like kind of patterns or kind of types of people that, that I run across. Um, and you just, you just made me think of something. It's, it's the person that thinks that their addiction is worse than other people's. Right. Um, I, I, I see it mm. often. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm glad to say that most of the time, um, more often than not, we're able to convince them pretty quickly that oh. there that there's nothing unique about their addiction, right? you feel like this mentality happens super early. Like, I mean, today you're like you're you're almost like a sage, uh, you know, with respect to nicotine. <laughs> right. But I mean, like, you know, that first hundred days, I and mean, and I the first hundred days, I, I totally uh, I meant to bring this up to get your perspective on why a hundred days. But that mm-hmm. first hundred days, I think the mentality, sort of the woe is me the um 
is one of the things that I think really sets in on some people that their addiction is deeper and darker than anybody else. Yeah. Um, and the other thing I think is that um, that community aspect uh, has a different meaning during that period than it does today, I think, for you and I. Absolutely. And Absolutely. So I was just curious, like when you look at those things, you know, what do you think about those things? First, 100 days and then, you know, how you look at the sort of the difference between community during those hundred days versus, you know, where you and I are. Today. Sure. Yeah. So, so, um, so hundred days, you know, why, why is the hall of fame hundred days? You know, why do you focus on that? R- really? It's just, bec- it's a nice round number um, yeah. and it's, and it's attainable, right? It's yeah. like, okay, that's, that's three months away. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's not as big as a year. Um, it's, it's something that, you know, you can break down into, okay, I got, you know, I got 10 chunks of 10 days, you know, I, I can do that. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I think the reality is, um, you know, no, nobody's cured after a hundred days. And in fact, you, a lot of people have some of their worst days of their quit, you know, after a hundred days. Yeah. Um, and, and, but, but again, it's just, it's a, it's a nice round number to shoot for. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think you really hit the nail on the head. Those, the first hundred days, is really where you build those bonds of, of the other people in your, in your quit group. And and we, and we put people into quit groups based on when they quit yeah. because they're going through the same things at relatively the same time in their quit. Right. So if you and I are in the same quit group, you know, you might be on day 10 and I'm on day six and I can look to you. Oh shit. Like Chris had a really bad day. Yeah. Well, what, what do I have to look forward to on day 10? Right. And so, and it's, and it's, and, I, and, and again, the reason that we do that is because like, if I go into a new group today, you know, with, with 5,000 days quit or whatever it is, they're going to look at me and go, eh, that guy doesn't have any, he has no idea what I'm going through. He yeah. forgets what it means to be quit on day four or this, that, and the other thing versus if he's got somebody from day 60 talking to him that just went through it, yeah. it's a little bit more relatable. Um, yeah. As as for the the uh, the difference between, and I guess you know I'll call it it's kind of the difference between community and brotherhood, right? Um, it, it's like um, you know I, I'm probably still close. Well, I wouldn't even say that. I was gonna say, I was gonna say I'm still closest to the guys in my in my original quit group, um, but I don't. But that's actually not the case now that I think about it. Um, and you know I, I think the reality is that once you get some legs under your quit, mm. you start to, um, you start to look at things a little bit different and, and you start to gravitate to other members of the community that, that you have some more things in common with mm-hmm. that, um, that are willing to reach out, right. Are willing to talk. Yeah. Um, you know, I can't, I, I tell people all the time, yeah. the forums are great and this, but get on the phone, go yeah. to a quit meet, like actually meet somebody yeah. that, that was probably, and this is going to sound a little, maybe a little bit out there, but that was one of the biggest things that I missed during the pandemic is the fact that we couldn't get together. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we missed the Pennsylvania meet, which is like a huge annual meet that we do every year. Mm-hmm. And, and that one hurt the fact that we couldn't get together and we couldn't see one another. Um, but, um, but yeah, the, 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 that brotherhood that grows throughout your quit and it only becomes stronger as you interact with people, whether it's online or in person or or what have you. Um, and again, it's like these days, 
if somebody were to offer me a dip, the first thing that I would think of would be all of my brothers and sisters. Yeah. I don't want to let them down. That would be the first thing that I would think of. And then I would be like, yeah, I'm good. I'm past, you know? Yeah. So uh, I don't know. I don't know if that answers your question or not. No. Yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely does. Um, I, uh, man, I had something and then it just slipped away. There's old age sort of creeping up on me. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, the things that I, I think, um, that really, you know, with the quit meets really sort of emphasizes is one, there's no, um, keyboard cowboys, you know, you, you, your yeah. sense of keyboard cowboys taken away, right? Like your face, you're, you're, you're a man or a woman and you've got your family with you, like accountability skyrockets. Once you put your hand, oh, yeah. you know, press, press flesh, right. With, with somebody like, you know, um, for me, that that is what's really solidified i think um the community and brotherhood from for myself um the guys that i first went to the first meet i went to was with t cope bbj okay yeah. um, uh, uncle bubba uh, mm-hmm. uh balls deep i think was his name um okay uh it was a connecticut meet um yeah but you know, here I am. I was quiet. A bunch of strange men I've met on the internet. Sounds like a joke, but I mean that was reality. Yeah. Um, but I think it really solidified, especially you know, T Cope's larger than life. There's a guy, at least for me, like you know, he's got celebrity status, and and if you follow his social media, like the guys all over the world. Dancing, it's crazy, isn't it? It's crazy. Yeah, beautiful women. Like I, I don't know what to say about it, but you know, I I wish I was just carrying his bags for him. I think. Um, but, you know, getting to meet some of these faces um, that are behind the screen kind of thing and and um, and and really, you know, saying I'm quit with them in their presence goes a long way, I think. for Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's it, um, I, I was just just yesterday I was rewatching the video that you guys made down in Savannah, right? Mm-hmm. The, the circle of quit. Right. And, and, you know, and, and to, to the uninitiated that that might be a little kind of hokey thing that we do. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's, a, it's really powerful. It okay. is really powerful when you, when you see your friends, you know, sitting, standing around, standing around talking about their numbers. And I don't know about you, but I'm proud of my days. Okay. I'm proud of my quit. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's one of those things that I defend, um, you know, daily right um yeah. it, w- w- one other thing that, that that you that you made me think about i've never done it but if you go through the site and you look at all the pictures of all the brotherhood meets mm-hmm. you're gonna find very 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 few people that aren't still quit yeah yeah. I mean, th- there might be a handful, but it's not many. Um, yeah. and, and I and I think that you know, and I'm not suggesting that there's a, um, you know, if you meet somebody, you're automatically going to have an easy quit. But the correlation of yeah. meeting people and staying quit is super high. I mean, Absolutely. it's it's yeah. it's got to be through the roof. I, I kind of I and I, I thought about that as well as it's sort of this removal of fear. I think like yeah, fear of judge. You know, you get to know somebody like. Um, removing that sense of fear of I'm going to be judged. Um, uh, you know, that fear of reaching out if shit's going to hit the fan, like, can I rely on that guy? I'm going to call him and see, and you know, a hundred percent of the time people want to keep you quit. They're going to do whatever they can to talk you off the ledge. And, you know, I think once you put your hand in another man, you know, in another man's presence like that and really shake their hand and, and, you know, 
know, say thank you for, you know, doing this journey together. It sort of removes a lot of that fear is what I think. Yeah, it does. Well, and it makes it real, right? It, ma- it makes yeah. it real. It's like, yeah. oh, this is actually another human being. This is yeah. not just somebody behind the screen or what have you. Do you feel like there, you know, there's almost a sense of denial with it being all this sort of this virtual, you know, am I really connected to that? I am an addict, you know, because uh, I've got yeah, a screen yeah. name, I'm anonymous, you know, who the fuck is Soli Man? Like, you know, right. You know what I mean? Uh, you know what? Um, it's a good question. I, you know, b- back in the day, maybe a little bit, um, you know, I, I think, you know, through the advent of technology and social media and just everybody is so much more comfortable interacting online in a virtual environment now. I, I don't think that's I don't really see that so much these days. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yeah, maybe back in the day, you know, you, you mentioned, um, you know, you, you meet, you know, met, met somebody from the Internet. Um, my very first quit meet um was with Huday and his brother. So Huday was also another one of the original seven. Mm-hmm. And he and his brother are huge Cincinnati Bengal fans. And they mm-hmm. came up to Cleveland to watch the Bengal game. Yep. I had I had no idea what these guys looked like. You know, there was yeah. this was this was pre-texting or or yeah. It was it was pre, you know, you didn't you didn't send pictures or you know or the internet these days. Yeah, yeah. And so I, I, I remember I, I, um, I was meeting him at a bar on the other side of Cleveland and I told my wife, I said, oh, I'm going to meet these two guys. And she goes, what, what, what? I go, yeah, you know, I met these, you know, she goes, wait, so you're going to going across town to meet two dudes that you've never met before that you don't know what they look like. I go, yeah, that, that's exactly, you know, and again, now it seems perfectly reasonable, but back then it was, it was really, um, it was really foreign. And in fact, so both of these guys are probably six foot six and, you yeah. know, who days, I don't know, at the time he was probably 270, 280 and they didn't know what I looked like either. Yeah. And so I walked through the bar and they were wearing their Bengal jerseys. I walked literally right past them yeah. and went into the bathroom. I was like, okay, I'm actually going to do this. I'm going to meet them and then turn around and, you know, come back. But they had no idea who I was either. So, um, but, but again, it, it, um, quit, quit meets make, they, they do, yeah. they make all the difference. They make it real. Yeah, I, I to anybody who has not been to one who does see this, I think that's probably you know the best advice that at least I would add to this is you know go meet some people that are just yeah. like you. you know what I mean yeah uh, anything you know that you look back and you feel like the you know the community the sort of the guidelines you know the the process we go through is there if you if you had your magic wand the chewy magic wand yeah. And you had to, you know, sprinkle some some magic dust on what we're doing here, you know, beyond just curing people of addiction on day one. You know, mm-hmm. what what are you know anything that stood out to you that you you know you, like this is a component that's missing or this is something that I wish we could easily add to this 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 recovery process. Well, that's a that's a great question. Um, I get. I guess my short answer would be no, only because like we had to kind of go through all the steps and all the failures to get where we are now, right? Yeah. Um, I, I guess if there was one magic wand, it would be to, um, to make people understand, and I won't say convince because that that that's kind of different connotation. To make people understand that what we're doing does have a there is a method to the madness yeah, yeah. and, and, it, and if you stick with it, it will work. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and because again, it's like, it's not, 
it's not difficult. It's actually really simple. And, yeah. but you, but you, but you have to do it right. You, you yeah. got to put the work in yeah. and, and, you know, it's, it's really easy to, to rationalize going back to the can. It's yeah. really easy. Right. Especially yeah. after you've got some legs under your quit and it's like, Oh, you know, I'm having a really shitty day or I'm having a really stressful day. Hey, you know, one, one dip won't hurt. Uh, it, it'll be no big deal. You know, no problem. Or, or then, you know, well, you know what, it, eh, you know, my addiction really wasn't that bad. It, right. it, yeah, you know what? No, actually, no, it, it really wasn't as bad as I thought it was. You know, I, uh, you know, I really wasn't spending, you know, all this money. It's really easy, even after all these years, right? It's like, oh, you know, I can have a dip, no big deal. Yeah, I'm, I'm 16 years in, no problem. I could, I could have one dip, no big deal. Yeah, maybe I could. I'm not willing to take the chance, though, right? Mm-hmm. It's, and that's just that. That's your addiction talking to you and trying to get you back in, even even after all those years. Yeah, right on. I I think you there's something there that as much as we all sort of are on the same ship here, um, that inside our heads, you know, how we're wired and how we sort of talk about talk to ourselves about the things we're going through as addiction is on top of that. Like I, I think there's some variance there that you know, um, that. You, you can't really set somebody's expectations until they actually go through the fucking grinder. You know what I mean? Right. Like you, right. Like, I yeah. can tell you up and down, like what my you know day 10 or my day 200 was, but your experience is going to be such a, a, a different, unique experience in each one of these moments that I, at least I feel like I can't set somebody's expectations when they, mm-hmm. you know, when they're saying I'm going to set out to quit, you know? Yeah, no, for sure. Um, and, and I guess the only other thing that I would add to this is, you know, I, I've, I've, um, and I get into this argument sometimes on social media or what have you that, you know, they'll, they'll say, people say stuff like, well, why, why, why do you think everybody should quit? And my response to that is, well, no, I'm, I'm not saying everybody should quit. Like, I understand that, th- that this is, and that's part of the reason, like, we, we don't advertise, we, we don't, we don't seek quitters out, right? We're, we're there when somebody wants to quit. Yeah. And, and, and I'm saying that like, if you've made that decision and you want to quit, mm-hmm. then I think this is the best way to do it. And total nicotine cessation is the way to go. That's not to say, like, I understand that there are these unicorns out there that, that can have one dip every you know month or whatever. And, yeah. and it's, and it's not a problem for them. Yep. That's not for me. That's, that's just not who I am. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I, I've never been one of these, like everybody has to quit and nicotine is the worst and blah, blah, blah. You know, again, for me, it is. And for thousands of us, it is. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't mean it's that's that's not everybody, I guess, is, you know, and it's a small distinction, maybe, but it's a really important one, though. Yeah, I, I'm totally with you. Um, I'm, I won't sort of call out names of my quick group, but like, I think, you know, there's individuals in my group where nicotine, you know, really wasn't the main focus after they realized that they were quit. It was easy to quit nicotine, but might've been more difficult to quit alcohol. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think, yeah. Um, you know, I, uh, if you talk to him, I think he, you know, at, he would say he's quote unquote on autopilot with nicotine um, right. and uh, knew he had to quit, but alcohol was different bird for him. Right. And um, uh, much more of a can't have one, you know, mm-hmm. it's not, yeah. I, I relate to this. It's, it's not that I want to have just one. I want to have all is the, right. That's, right. that's who I am on that side of the, of, yeah. Yeah, of the road. But um, yeah, I, I, I don't think that, um, you know, I, and I agree with you. Like, it, I don't think we're seeking people out. I don't think we're a, a cult at, at all. No. 
looking to indoctrinate, yeah. you know, um, uh, young folks into giving up anything. Um, people have to want it, I guess. Is, mm -hmm. you know, I, I think you really said it well that we're a resource for people when they realize they want it. You know, right. You know, and, and, and I think that, you know, and, and I guess I'll leave you with this. So we, we went years and years ago, we went to the um, a conference for, you know, anti-smokeless tobacco conference. And, you know, and all of the attendees there and all of the, um, you know, the booths were yeah. all, you know, the, there was a lot of NRT there, a lot of, you know, like, you know, selling products and this, that, yeah. and everything. And we were just kind of there to kind of do our thing and kind of spread our message. And I, and I remember there was a doctor that came up to me and he said, um, oh, you're the kill the can guys. I said, yeah, you know, and he said, um, you know, and he was kind of, kind of looking down his nose at us a little bit. And then I started asking him, I go, oh, well, you know, how, you know, how long did, how long did you use, you know, how long did you smoke or how long? Oh, I, I never did. I go, oh, you never, you never, no. So no, he had never chewed. He had never smoked. He had, you know, but yet he's doling out this information on how to quit. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and it became very apparent to me, like, and again, I think that's kind of what sets us apart. We're not selling anything. We're not like, there's no, like our agenda is literally there to be a support group yeah, totally. for people that have already decided that they want to quit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We're not, you know, we're not trying to tell you, you got to take this, you got to eat this, you got to drink this, yeah. you got to buy this. It's like, Hey, you want to quit here? Here's where we are. Yeah. And here's, here's what we think is the best way to do it. Yeah. Right on. Well, I, I want to be respectful of your time, man. Um, I can tell you that I am grateful to you, buddy, for making that decision with the with the other um, the other six. I think with you would be seven to really set out on this mission um, to do good. And, Thank you. It's 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 uh, it's been an honor to to walk with you that that path. Um, and I'm uh, I, I, again, I can't tell you how honored I am that you uh, that you thought to talk to me. This has been awesome. Oh man, I I'm, I'm grateful. Um, I will, I will get you a copy of all this so that you can okay. cut it up and, you know, um, voice over whatever you want to voice over and, you know, change whatever you want to change. Maybe, you know, put some virtual backgrounds in whatever the hell you I'm want. Not to I'm not changing nothing. I'm going to put okay. this up on YouTube. I'm going to put it up on, I'm going to put it up on the, uh, on the podcast. So it's funny. I don't know if you know, so years and years ago, this must've been at, it was one of the meets that Jennifer was with you. Um, was it at, um, was it at, uh, is it Mike uh, to Carmo? Could have, could have been, could have yeah. been one of those. And she and I had this conversation about, how, and this is, this has got to be five years ago, yeah. six years ago, yeah. about how we're going to start a podcast. Did, <laughs> did I ever tell you this? this I, I think and, I, yeah, I, only, I think I heard the peripheral of this, but I yeah. didn't hear about it. Yeah. And, and she, and, and, and I go, I'm going to start one. And she said at the same time, I don't know. I can't even remember what, well, at the beginning of the pandemic, I yeah. started one. I started, you know, my, my, you know, not the kill the can one, but my, yeah. my personal one. Yeah. And I have finally been getting around to, to doing a kill the can one as well. And I'm, I was so pumped when you reached out because I was like, oh, this will be the perfect, like the way to launch it. And I can, you know, yeah, I right can, uh, yeah, I can, I can kind of duel. Now, now where are you putting this? Are you going to put it? Is it a podcast? Is it a, a video? I'm like, what are you going to do with it? I'm not sure how yeah. I would present this content. Um, like, I think I told you it's, it's a, in conjunction with two other interviews that I'm yeah. going to do. Um, but I, you know, I'll, maybe I want to buy you, man, and see what, okay. you, how to like, okay. how to box this content and make it consumable for folks. I mean, we talked a lot of, about a lot of stuff, you know what I yeah. mean? A lot yeah. of this, there's some nuggets there that I think, you know, even taken out of the context would be gold to people 
to sure. sort of yeah. you know do good. And I, I think that's really what I want to do here, Greg, is to take a step back and say, am I doing good? And like, if I can check that box, I'm good, man. Like, you know, yeah, you're that, do- that's- I, I got news for you. You're doing good, brother. I got news for you. <laughs> yeah. The, the I, I guess what, what let, let, in, in 30 seconds here, let me run this by you. So what I was thinking for the kill the cam podcast was like, Kind of like this, just kind of like a longer form discussion, like every episode, bring on a quitter, Yeah, right tell on. me your story, tell me, yeah. you know, like half hour, 40 minutes, just like what, you know, like that kind yeah. of thing. Is that, do you think that, does that resonate? Does that? I, I think it is. I think that's gold, man, because I yeah. think a lot of the things that you and I talked about are sort of our perspective uh, on quitting, right? And I think you and I share a lot of the same perspectives, quite frankly, but mm-hmm. there's folks that aren't, don't take it as deep. And they have success, right. you know what I mean? And I think, you know, hearing about those types of perspectives as well, um, I think connects to different people. Like, you know, not everybody's going to c- connect to the, to the you know, the fervor that you and I have around that. Right, yeah. There's guys that just were like, I just don't want to do it today, right? Like, they don't really think about changing themselves. They don't think about sort of, you know, the sense of control. They just think about stopping something. And I think like hearing more perspectives I think would be, you know, um, educational for a lot of people to say, oh yeah, that, you know, that's how I approach this. And I think yeah. that would be, you know, that's, I, I totally resonate. And, and it, you know, maybe it builds bonds, you know, maybe somebody reaches mm-hmm. out to somebody and stuff, you know what I mean? So yeah. I think that's a great format. I think 30 minutes to 45 minutes, you know, and, um, it, you know, I, I think, um, you know, some people are obviously going to be willing to share more personal, right. you know, like what are the, what, what are the, um, you know, the hard spots, uh, you know, during your quit and stuff like that. But I think that's a great format, man. Cool. Honestly. All right. Well, uh, yeah, I, I, like I said, I, I will, I'm going to put this up here, there on the feed when, and, and again, take your time, like whenever it, you know, I haven't even done anything yet, but, but I will, uh, I would also like to, uh, to get you on there and just oh, yeah. kind of do an, do, do one of those as well. I would love that, man. Uh, I really, awesome. this was awesome. I, cool. I really, uh, you know, I've, I've done some interviews before, but like being able to talk to you is is very fluid. And I would, you know, if there's other things you want to beat the shit out of, uh, I would gladly beat the shit out of it with you. Sweet. That, I, I will. I'll take you up on that for sure. Join us again next time for another edition of the Kill the Can podcast.